Oh, it's Force of Philip on the track. I got a hot little quickie for you, and I just needed to tell you a message from the heart. Let's go. Turn one, fences drop, no stifle, pass spot, pass the turn, don't bolt the bird, grab my mana, juice a three drop, Leah Bolden, whole breaches, Uro, cause nature's reeling, cotton bales like a sweat in season, time raveling, feels like I'm cheating, you cast nails, greens and seen him, plague engineer, roll, had a screaming, Alex or a shepherd, turn your team into dinos, but the problem is, now they face extinction, making one ones, you young peasy, delving angler, them cancer's greasy, petty theft, there's nothing left, best sign to slip, you getting swept, my own tutor said doomsday's coming, make a prediction, or think or something I thought so hard, but they got seized. But I won that game because their brain got freeze. Eighth of aisle, you got style, death and taxes, or Espa pile. Soul hurting and flick a wisping and garden thraving and devil stricken. I'ma let you in on a little secret. I'm a charming prince, got Clayton spirits. I'm a man of faith, and up in the distance is a miracle terminus because God is listening. Don't be coming at me with your creature nonsense. I will terminus the shit out your board. You come at me, you try to attack me in the red zone, I will miracle right off the goddamn top a Terminus. Force of Phil, out. Hello and welcome to Eternal Dirtles. I'm your host, Zach Clark, and with me as always, Phil Blackman. Phil, how's it going, man? Bro, it's so good. I'm ready to talk about Streets of New Capenna. I've been I so have... hyped for this set. <laughs> I am hyped for this set. This is how hype I am. I'm on that Mountain Dew kick right now. It's due time. Dude. Everything about Streets of New Capenna, the style, everything about it when they announced it, first off, when they were like, here's what's going on throughout the year, I've been so hyped for it the whole way through. Everything about it, the style, the idea that there's just crime families in, in a world of, of magic, I, I don't know why. This is the antithesis to um, people who don't like when we go into <laughs> modern environments in magic. Yeah, I love Streets. I'm so for it. I'm so here for it. Phil, is your favorite book The Great Gatsby, or or uh, is it uh, Atlas Shrugged? You know, <laughs> I I know that, that that like this set is very much like Great Gatsby inspired, and when it was first spoiled to like what this what it was going to be, like the genre that it was going to be in, I didn't even put it on Great Gatsby at first. I put it on like <clears throat> old film noir, like detective. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, like, definitely. I mean, it's got that whole uh, Rosebud that whole thing i can't remember the name of the movie off the top of my head yeah like now that we're seeing more of what the style is it's very much great gatsby-esque it's like way more of that that vein but when it was when it was first shared i was like oh this is gonna be like you know we're gonna get like a cool crime fighting detective planeswalker who's gonna like try and stop all these demon family i don't know i, I regardless of what it is now we're, we're already seeing some charms we're gonna talk about them yeah and morrow's teaser today and I'm, i guess i'm, I'm yeah. so hyped for this set. i guess we've already had our film noir jace right that was in uh the detective set. Whatever. Oh, yeah, he was in um, Eldritch Moon. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow, so. yeah, so let's talk about, uh, let's start with the charms. We've got three so far. We're recording on Wednesday, so I'm sure Thursday and Friday, we're going to get the other two charms are, are going to happen. One thing let's, that we do know already is from the lands, they've already spoiled the the tri rest of the triumph cycle, even though now half the cycle is triumphs and half isn't labeled triumphs but it's three <laughs> colored lands that all have the basic land types with cycling three but in each one of them it's essentially like the guild leaders of the crime families so each guild leader each crime family has its own leader which is functionally like the guild leaders yeah. and we know the names of them because they're all named in their land so it's spara jetmir Ziatora, xander and rafine so those are going to be legendary creatures that we know about and we know some of them. So when we get into tomorrow's spoiler for like new creature types, I think 
at least one of them is one of these guild leaders. Probably, yeah. A thing to a thing to note about uh, you know your MTG finance moment right now. Also, like the Trilands we got in in uh, also like the Trilands we got in Ikoria. Um, mm-hmm. We're also going to probably not see these reprinted anytime soon afterwards because they are kind of linked by name to the place that they're at. Unless we start doing reprints with different names, uh, we're, yeah, like, you know, I, with the, I, like yeah. Godzilla cards had, right? I think you're right. Yeah, I, I mean, one thing about it though is like if if you play any of the eternal formats like just get your versions of all these cards if you play these color combinations the, the triumphs have shown up a bunch in modern just because they're fetchable but then even the four color control decks in legacy have played one to two of these types of lands before and if they ever start printing more things like field of the dead or things that care about different names or different land types like the second we go back to domain and that's a, yeah. a, a, a version of domain exists with a powerful enough effect these things are going to go like we'll just go up in value in your deck so these are the type of lands that have proven themselves to be constructed playable in some capacity so it's just like always pick up your lands and these are reasonable to do so let's talk about the charms on monday the grixis charm was spoiled that is maestro charm so that it costs it costs grixis and it is, so you're going to choose one of these. Look at the top five cards of your library, put one of those into your hand and the rest in the graveyard. So that's pretty cool. Each opponent loses three life and you gain three life. So you get like a little uh, lightning helix charm. effect there. Lightning yeah. helix, yeah. Maestro's charm deals five damage five to damage. a creature planeswalker. So you're getting a lot, a lot of control here as far as being able to affect the board, being able to affect your opponent, and then also being able to uh, find the cards you need. So I, I don't know if this could be a one-of in, in like a Grixis control deck, but that, it de- there's definitely legs on this card. The fail rate on this card is you get to impulse and fill up your graveyard. The downside though is that it costs three mana and War of the Spark happens. So yeah. if this shows up at <laughs> all, I would be shocked. I would be, in Legacy at least, I don't think this is ha- has a home at all. I, I don't think it does enough. Each opponent loses three and you gain three is flavor text for the most part yeah. outside of in, the, in any type of deck that would want it in Legacy at least. Dealing five to target creature or planeswalker, that is good. But the fact that it can't hit an Uro that's hit the table, it can't clear a Murktide, it's not going to be able to hit a Kappa Cannoneer, like all of the fat stuff that the format currently features, this can't touch those. And three mana to deal five to any of the other stuff that could otherwise be boltable. The only thing that this hits that like something like Bolt or Push couldn't uh, unrevolted is something like Psy. But at that point, you're still trading three mana for three mana. I don't see where this would ever see play. The fail rate on it, though, is that you always get to look at the top five cards and replace it. So draw a card is always going to be fine. But I think as long as like Narset to Fairy, now it would be competing with Hidetsugu who consumes all. I, I just don't see a three mana how this could ever fit. But I do like the the functionality of charms. And anytime you underrate a charm, the fact that it has so many modes, it can do so many things, it ups the value a ton. But I don't see this one making it. Yeah, sorry. My dog wants to hang out underneath me and he's got to go. Yo, let's make this a doggo stream. Yeah, dude. Yeah, right, we love right, doggos. Right. Come here. Ugh. There he is. Yo, there this kind is. of doggo content is only something that you get if you watch the YouTube bit. So uh, yeah, if you're listening is. to the podcast, you're not getting this awesome doggo content. Look at the camera, bub. He's yeah. very photogenic. Yeah, he's... All right. Tuesday, Obscura Charm uh, released. And Obscura Charm is, uh, of course, Esper. And it costs Esper. And it is, choose one, return target multicolored permanent with mana value three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. So you get sort of a Sun Titan-ish kind of thing there. Counter target instant or sorcery and destroy target creature or planeswalker with mana value three or less. So this is a uh, an unearth for permanent or... Unearth for a multicolored permanent tapped. For a multicolored permanent, should, should specify that. Only thing that this came to mind right now is, and I don't know if it would be good enough, but uh, right now Savine's Reclamation does see play as a one of in the Jeskai Gaze Undoing combo deck, uh, control combo deck. 
prison deck, whatever. So this one sort of does that with the Fairy Time Raveler. Like you can instant speed, just pick up a Teferi Time Raveler. Yeah. So one thing that we've seen, which is kind of interesting, is Teferi Time Raveler's static ability can fuck up a lot of mechanics. Like it fucks up Cascade. You can't Miracle. Anytime there's a trigger on the stack, if somebody wants to do something in response. So the idea of uh, recurring a Teferi at instant speed and getting the static ability immediately to turn off a bunch of things or potentially win a counter war is pretty potent. There's already... The deck has already shown that there is space for that kind of spell. Now, this can't pick up a Narset, but you do get the added benefit of having the other two modes rather than yeah. being able to pick up a Narset. This is, so this is true. This one is a lot closer to me than Maestro's Charm because there's already a deck that has shown that it's interested in this kind of effect. And because it's an instant, specifically because Teferi Time Raveler is fucking broken and stupid, that it <laughs> might you, yeah. you getting that static ability at yeah. instant speed can mess up a lot of what's going on on the stack. And uh, the timing of which can also be really clever. So you can use this to really F up how a storm deck is trying to play. Yeah. If anybody, if anybody is trying to do multiple things on the stack at any one point in time, and you can do, you can throw Maestro Charm in the middle of it and it resolves and you just put a Teferi on the stack. And now they have to navigate something where they can't go at instant speed or they can't like hold priority and do something else. Yeah. You can, you can mess them up. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm higher on this charm than I am on the other one because it has an implication that is already, already makes sense within legacy play patterns and being able to destroy target creature or planeswalker vice versa if you're playing in let's say that mirror then you can destroy opposing planeswalkers the difference though is that that deck is Jeskai. It's Jeskai because of Pyroblast. It's not Jeskai for any red spells in the main. It's essentially a blue-white deck splashing red for sideboard cards. But you could move into black and just be on this instead if you think that this would be powerful enough to do. I'm, I'm curious about this one. I'm, I don't know where it would go outside of something like that. But if it showed, if, if Sony cast a spell against me in Legacy, I wouldn't be as surprised as I would be about my show charm. Fair enough. The next one I don't think we're going to be seeing in Legacy. And that Definitely is <laughs> uh, yeah. Cabaretti Charm. Uh, this is the Naya Charm. It costs Naya. It is choose one. It deals damage equal to the number of creatures you control to a target creature or planeswalker. Or creatures you control get plus one, plus one in tramples. A nice little uh, overrun effect there. And then uh, the other one is create two one one white <laughs> citizen creature tokens. Yeah, I don't see this making it into uh, any deck in, in this format. Not to mention there aren't really any Naya decks in uh, in Legacy. Yeah, this, this is the one we don't really need to talk about too much because there's everything that it's doing just isn't going to make it Legacy. So, yeah. on to the next one. Yeah, so that's all we have spoiled thus far. Tomorrow will be another charm and then Friday will be the, the last charm. We drop on Mondays. So, we record on Wednesdays. So, you kind of just have to deal with that. Sorry, guys. Yeah, when, when you know where, where it's left. Usually, we're recording in the middle of the week and then releasing the following Monday. So, we're missing two of the charms and then we're going to miss any spoilers that happen between like Wednesday evening spoilers yeah. up through Monday. We're not going to know about. So yeah. And, and just as a note for anybody, anybody uh, listening or watching, we do up that like, so when, when we have a spoiler season or something like that, and we want to scoop something, we will record the same day and drop the same day just so that, uh, you know, you're not getting old news when by the time the thing comes around. So uh, you'll likely see us recording on Sunday evening when spoiler season starts up. By the time you hear us on Monday, you're going to get a much better idea of what's come out. Anyhow, so let's talk about Morrow's Duelist style drop, right? Yeah, so so for those uh, not in the know, every set, Morrow will go to his Tumblr. He still has a Tumblr. He's, that's where he answers a bunch of questions and stuff. Yeah. And what he does is... He always gives before a set things that players can expect to be in the new set. So he gives teasers of like 
different kind of mechanics that are going to show up on cards or different kind of costs that are going to go up on cards just to like whet your appetite for things that you might see. And so one thing that we like to do every single set is go through his stuff and see if we can get close to what, what they're going to do based on where the game has progressed design-wise and see if there's any actual mechanics that stand out to us as things to pay attention to during spoiler season that are objectively powerful or on its face objectively powerful in Legacy. Let's dive in. Uh, so let's talk about the let's talk about the first one. So uh, first up here are some things you can expect, he says, right? Five mana costs using existing mana symbols that we've never used before. I read this as, so he, he wrote verbatim, five mana costs using existing mana symbols that we've never used before. And the way that I interpret that immediately is he means five mana. So like five mana spells that are colored that have never, like the, the, the like combination black, black, of- Like black, black, red, green. Right, something like that. Or uh, potentially the use of hybrid mana. We could see them for the first time use like triple hybrid mana that you okay. can pay any mana in those colors of because you're in a crime oh. family. Ooh, so maybe there's something mana. like that. I like that. Yeah, so moving into three as opposed to like generic or hybrid mana, now you can do of three colors on the pool. I don't know how they would do that in such a tight symbol, but it's possible that they come up with something new there. Or it might just be like hybrid of two colors, hybrid of the other two colors with the main color and a crime family being used both ways. And then like the actual main three colors. So Okay. So, you, like, so it would be like gruel hybrid, gruel hybrid, black, black. So like, let's say we were in Grixis, right? Or, or the Grixis crime family, the Maestros. So it's like you have Grixis colors and then the additional two mana are like Rakdos hybrid and Demir hybrid. Okay. You know, right. and it's like, yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's a, it's a five mana spell, but we've never seen that kind of casting cost before. Cool. So maybe something that that's what I assume is something like this is where they're going to go with that. All right. Uh, one spell that costs 13 colorless and two black mana. Yeah, so this is definitely going to be a spell that has some kind of cost reduction, whatever that may be. I call bullshit. It's going to just cost 13 mana. <laughs> oh, you think it's just going to be a 15 mana spell? You think no, somebody, no you, way. You think Emrakul, no way. Emrakul, on, is it, <laughs> Emrakul moved over from the moon and is now in, on it the streets. It just reads, win the game. <laughs> yeah, 15 mana win the game, which is functionally what 15 mana spells do anyway. Yeah. I, I mean, I, my guess is that whatever, whatever the the set cares about mechanically is just going to be that as a cost reduction. So if the, if the format cares about yeah, creatures dying, it'll well, be like what, for every creature that's died, reduce this by two mana. So that's that's a possibility. I was going to say, well, what cost reducers does black care about? We, we know Delve is a black effect, right? Um, Delve has been in black, yeah. I wouldn't expect improvise or affinity to be in black. No, I, I think you could do like creatures, could, but... creatures that have died, creatures that are on the board. It could also be like number of cards in graveyard as just like yeah, reduce this tell, by like, yeah, yeah, of course. It could, it could, I mean, it could be like some kind of threshold mechanic where it cares about a certain card type in the graveyard. It might be spells cast this turn. You reduce it by some number. There's a lot of different ways that can go. I would be shocked if it was actual, like, pay 15, do something. All right. A mechanic we've tried to get in numerous sets finally finds a home. What do you think? A mechanic we've tried to... Is it just like we're not going to write out Affinity like Emery? I'm assuming that this is a mechanic that has never seen play before. Yeah, ri like rigoring? No, no, you mean never seen play before. I don't know, like, man. It's like, uh, that, that's a, like that's I'm, a designer's wet dream. Like, you like I, you're, I'm just making up ideas at that point, you know? Yeah, I think a mechanic that we've tried to get numerous sets finally finds a home means, or is implying, they have never actually accomplished getting this particular mechanic into a set before, and now they finally were able to do it. So yeah. I think this is, I think this one's brand new. I don't think this yeah. is like if you read blog and talk, maybe, maybe you've maybe you've found out like through all of Morrow's like, oh, we tried to do this one set and it didn't happen. You know, like you probably know that or like Gavin yeah. Verhey has spoiled that for for someone at some point. I, I expect them to use Halo 
similarly to how they used energy. Oh, some yeah, way maybe, it, maybe this cost reducer uh, is, is the amount of Halo you have. Yeah, I, I just expect them to introduce a new resource, and that yeah. resource is Halo, and it will be parasitic because they don't learn their lessons on that. I hope it's not, but I, like, I hope it's not a parasitic mechanic. I would love to see if Halo is not, but I think that this mechanic is going to be new. I don't think it's going to be like they figured out Chroma is better as devotion or anything like a, yeah. a new thing, I, I, a revised mechanic. I think it's a brand new mechanic that we've never seen. And I think it'll be something that will make sense uh, now that they have wedges and we're needed to work with that space. Yeah. So now we have a creature type theme for a draft archetype that's never been used before. Who, who knows? Cephalids, let's yeah. go. <laughs> who could who could even know? Uh, a red creature that makes token copies of a creature you control. Wow, Kiki Jiki all so over Kiki-jiki. again. Yeah, I mean, it's probably not actual Kiki Jiki. A card no, that not. costs two white, two blue, two black, two green, and two red. My guess is that is. You think it's like the, a Nephilim? I no, I think it's going to be like the progen of Streets of New Capenna. Like, who's the kingpin of New Capenna? Like there are five what if crime it is just bosses. Progenitus. It might be just progenitus. Yeah, yeah. progenitus crime uh, king king of Capenna. Yeah. yeah, I imagine that like the tagline of whatever this card is is legendary creature insert name kingpin of New Capenna, and that's like yeah. that's the jam, you know. And it's this ten mana double colored double Wooberg insano. I'm going with uh, I'm going uh, name is going to be uh, progenitus. Comma, the streets have ears. I'm going to go with Capenna, <laughs> Kingpin of New Capenna. Okay. Let's talk about Moxfield. Uh, our sponsor uh, for this episode is Moxfield. You can check them out at moxfield.com. Moxfield is a deck building website. Easily one of the all-time best deck building websites on the internet right now. A great place to share your EDH decks. An even better place to check out to check out legacy decks. You can see in the links below, we have all of our legacy decks are, are up on, on our site. So the whole plan for that site is amazing it just looks looks and feels so good you don't need an app you can just go onto it on safari or on whatever your browser is on an android it just works so good it's so smooth and uh i don't know man phil what do you think moxfield right yeah moxfield is great i was actually experimenting with a bunch of different ninja lists i was like as we were talking about deck building and like how to incorporate good foundational deck building to try new brews and like to see if they'll work. I was taking that application to ninjas. And so I was bringing up like blue white ninjas and I posted a blue white ninja list uh, that I was working on onto Moxfield. So anytime we come up with stuff like that, it's going to go on Moxfield. So you can follow us. The description is in the below for all the links. Okay. A mechanic which first premiered in a standard legal set in the aughts and sees a return in standard. So 2000s, early 2000s. Yeah. What was what was around then? Morph. Morph. You think they're bringing morph back? Oh, that'd be morph. awful. Morph is. Yeah, I hate no. morph. Morph is so morph bad. Morph is fine in draft, but like you know, a ability, a mechanic that first premiered in standard legal set in the 2000s sees a. I don't think that this would talk about morph in that manner, just because like uh, we had it in uh, in cons. So when when did Bant come? When was Shards of New Alara, Shards of Alara? That was in the like oh, oh, nine. oh seven oh eight right yeah, oh, nine. oh nine so it could be Chroma. So I think it's I think the brokers are going to get Exalted. Okay, Exalted's a I fine they, a I, fine I, choice. I think they bring Exalted back for the Bant because the uh, Bant already cares about plus one plus or cares about counters. We've seen from Brokers Ascendancy, uh, which is an enchantment that cares that gives your team plus one plus one counters. So I think if you're boosting counters on your creatures, being able to attack and give them even more power to go over the top would make sense. I'm I'm moving in on Exalted. Zach. Okay. Exalted. I'm going to go with uh, Delph. <laughs> yeah. We, Why not? When has that been a problem? Cat and dog tokens. We already had we already had Brando on for the dog token. A card that makes cat <laughs> and dog tokens. I don't know what it is, but I'm here for it. 
Yeah, why not? Uh, cool. A draft theme, there we go. Here we go. A draft theme that cares about threshold in the graveyard. We had a, a, a threshold in the graveyard we haven't cared about before. That's just bad wording, Martha. <laughs> Care about a threshold. Yeah, he's using a, a threshold. <laughs> So it's uh, not threshold. Care, it's, it's definitely not threshold. They cared about threshold it's, before. It's maybe that be threshold is like seventeen, or like if you so have more than a, twenty cards in your deck. Your he specifically wrote a draft theme, so I'm guessing that they don't think that there is enough support for this for it to make it in constructed. Yeah, and because he said that, I assume that this is something that we're not going to have to care about. Yep. So yeah, if, uh, it, if, if he says drafted, I mean, he also might just be wrong. Maybe he just broke something again. You know, it's totally but, true. Uh, multiple white cards. Capable of drawing a card each turn. All right, so let's get let's quickly call up Nate and get him on the line. Hey, Nate, pass it over to Nate over here uh, for 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 Nate's take. The new yeah. segment called Nate's take. Nate's take. No, uh, I think I, I think that this is one of those cards. It's like one you know, of those cards. Multiple cards, my guy. Multiple, multiple cards. Multiple cards that are probably going to say something like, "If your opponent has more cards in hand than you do, you may draw a card." You know, like it's it's like or what it's worth, something like that. I actually do like the idea that if they're going to start giving white the ability to draw cards, which is totally fine because every other color can do it in some capacity yeah. so if white is going to be able to draw cards similar to how like red gets card draw for a limited period of time right you it's usually like exiled until end of turn and then you don't get it anymore black obviously trades life for cards green supposedly is supposed to be cards versus creatures on the table but pretty much green just has card draw straight up I, i'm okay with white having the mechanic of card draw by playing from behind so i think if you're playing from behind on an axis and then you can try and skew your deck to be able to benefit from getting to that point and then you can get rewarded for it by drawing some amount of cards yeah i think that's a fine place for white to i mean exist. i think if, like, if you if you think about uh, about that also is like a power level thing if if it's if your opponent has more cards than you really what it's saying is you're being rewarded for playing magic more than your opponent right like if yeah. you can play like if your death and taxes and your opponent is on uh miracles oftentimes you're going to be drawing that card right yeah i mean i also think that like if there is space for to have a condition be met, like if your opponent has done something this turn and it's a very common thing and it's a card that's like, you know, something that where it's like draw a card, but if your opponent has done something, you draw two instead. I think that's also fine too, where if you're trying to maneuver into a position to leverage a card, that's also fine. If yeah. like white, if, if white needs to have a hoop to jump through in order to get card draw without it being attached to blue or attached to another color, I think that either playing from behind or meeting a certain condition is totally reasonable. We've got hopefully, hopefully it's actually just actual white cards and not like one of the many three color cards that just also happens to draw a card. And they're like, yeah, look, it's a white card. All right. So now we've got, here are some rules text that will be showing up on cards. First one is then if you control 10 or more creatures, you may play the exiled card without paying its mana cost. What do you think? Is that the 10, <laughs> the 13 and two black card? No, I don't know, man. Uh, it, if you control 10 or more creatures, it, I think it, this, I think this kind of thing is shit. Anytime they're oh, like, yeah, I mean, if you have an overwhelmingly winning board state, do more. Yeah, even if it says Fine. win the game, probably You're already, already going to the game, right? Yeah. Now, I, I, unless there's just like, unless there's like, like waylay. red mana, red red mana, create five oh one creatures, sack them at the end of turn. You know, yeah. so like, there's a way to like spam like an insane amount of creatures during combo out. But barring that, anytime they're like, hey person who's already winning want to win more commit like, more to the win, board yeah like do you remember when in the in the in um in Estrad when they had the card that was like if you have seven cards in hand or more than seven <laughs> cards in hand yeah do more yeah and it's, it's like ridiculous. what are you talking about oh speaking of which let's talk about library of alexandria <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Get out of here with this. If you control a winning board state, win more. Yeah. Copy target spell you control that wasn't cast? So if somebody puts a spell on the stack that wasn't cast. So if it wasn't cast yet, right? I'm assuming that the word there is yet, right? Copy target spell. You control that wasn't ca- How do you even do that? If you put a spell on the stack that wasn't Aren't you casting? Cast? No, I you can know. put a spell on the You can put a spell on the stack that wasn't cast. Doesn't that cast Isn't that casting a spell? Oh, I guess it's like a copy if a copy of a spell or something happens too. Anything right? that's on the stack is a spell. Yes, but so, you're technically if it's a paper magic card, you're casting it, right? But like, let's say I. Uh, no, you can do it with. You can do something without. Without you can put stuff on the stack without casting it. How? I'm trying to think of a good example for you. So like, the only thing I can think of is let's say I have a forked bolt, right? And it's under my Isochron Scepter, right? And I use Isochron Scepter to uh, create a Fork Bolt. I'm technically Perfect not example. casting for Fork Bolt, uh, and then I could copy it, right? Perfect example. Hopefully that's on a, like, permanent of some kind. Anyhow. Uh, it could be anything. Yeah, who, who knows? All right. As an additional cost to cast this spell, sacrifice a creature, discard a card, or pay for life. I'm oh, interested man. in Death this. I'm go. interested in this because or pay for life sounds Pretty, pretty good. For what it's worth, we're in the streets of New Capenna where we know one of the crime families, the maestros, are just known as the assassins. Are we about to snuff out? Like, is, we is might it just get better a better snuff out with, Dude, with uh, up, kill a planeswalker. We got bone splinters to bone shards or whatever, and bone shards just like a strict upgrade of splinters. Yeah. This might just be a strict upgrade to snuff out. Yeah. Right. Now the thing is, is that it might have something different other than. If you control a swamp, it might be it might be something else. But it, I imagine that as an additional cost, sack a creature, discard a card, or play for life is something that they would just put on a removal spell. They've done that infinite times. Yeah. So I'm just assuming this it's is not removal an spell alternate for the cost spell. either. This is an additional cost. So you're pl- paying for that spell. So it's I, not I, a strictly better snuff out because you're going to have to pay mana for, for it. You're going to have to pay that. mana. Yeah. So I doubt that they're going to put free spells in the standard set. Like if they are doing triple hybrid, it might be triple hybrid here. Like for the maestros, like. Between sack a creature, discard a card, or pay for life, like that fits in Grixis, uh, Grixis colored abilities. All three of those are the Grixis colored abilities. So, I mean, it's possible that they, it might be like a one mana removal spell that has another an additional cost. Yeah. All right. Either way, uh, this is this is potentially a powerful le- uh, legacy playable spell. Yeah. If exactly three man three colors of mana were spent to activate this ability, whatever that is, I assume. The ability is going to be busted. Nah, yeah, not going to be busted, think? but it's going to be yeah. Like I think that if exactly three colors of mana were spent to activate activate this ability, they have shown that they don't understand the concepts with perfect mana between yeah. fetch land, like fetch lands yeah. enabling perfect mana because they don't care about older formats. Yeah, and keep an eye on colors, this on, on whatever this card is because it could be very three colors. Three colors of mana are a lot easier to achieve than three colors of the same mana. So. It I just comes down to what what would you what would be worth three mana to you? It's literally what that comes down to. If this is yeah. if this effect is actually worth in legacy three mana to you, you think that it would work in your deck, it's probably worth playing. Yeah, I mean it's also an if clause. So the back half could also be like Something if else, exactly yeah. three colors are going to activate this ability, choose one of the following options, right? Like it could just be a re a reverse. Yeah, it's a, it, there's a comma there, yeah. Create a one-one blue fish creature token. Great, tokens are bad. Wonderful. When you cast this spell, copy it. That's a powerful line of text. That is that is a, a powerful line of text. It's two copies of the same spell. Yeah. One of the cards that's very similar to this, uh, it, well, it's not just two, co- like, it's not like Ancestor Recall, right? 
and it says like draw six cards. It's Ancestor Recall putting another spell in the stack to cast Ancestor Recall again. So your opponent has to counter both of those to get them to stop. I think that's the big the big point of of that ability. And and it's similar to uh, what is it Incarnation Technique, where it yeah, has it, this cool ability where like if you let your opponent copy the spell, you get an extra copy. So if just casting that spell, your opponent can't actually counter the second copy unless he counters both of them. This also works with uh, Magecraft. This is just Magecraft on an ability. So this does this would work twice with Magecraft triggers. Both it is nice. the casting and the copy would both trigger Magecraft. That's kind of cool with recent additions to standard. I think whatever this spell is, if it has any reasonable line of text, it's good. I think like a baseline for this is something like two in a blue, draw a card when you cast a spell, copy it. So it's essentially divination, but it puts two spells on the stack. And then there's potential for things that care about spells on the stack. So the I, I think that there might be cards that are like, if there are three spells on the stack, you can do something. Now they're not going to reference the stack, but they would never do that. <laughs> I, I think it's similar to like, uh, what's, what's that? Is it card that you can eat? Spells on the stack to put plus one, plus one counters on it. God. Uh, you know what I'm Niv, talking about? Niv Magus Elemental? Yes. So what? maybe there's something like that where, that, that maybe there's something like that where if, the, if there's cheap cards that do this, right? Like if one of the mechanics is just whenever you cast a spell, copy it, and they care about incidental effects multiple times, mm -hmm. that then all of a sudden that could be a wow. really big role player as a one drop. And then you have a ton of spells in your deck that are really just two spells. Yeah, we have Wooberg Tap Sacrifice card name. Yeah, it's going to be Wooberg Tap Sacrifice, like, blow up the board, right? Like, it's, uh, it's got to be a massive effect. Something mana. like that, yeah, yeah. Uh, win the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one, one thing to keep in mind, too, is that in terms of legacy, the only decks that are really even close to being able to achieve hitting five colors, if any of this stuff is going to matter, is specifically something like Storm, which I don't think any of that stuff is going to matter. Like, any of the stuff where they're paying a ton of mana if it doesn't auto say win the game on it. The only other deck that could re realistically do it are, like, the four-color control decks that are just leaning into a fifth color, which you can do off an incidental splash of one of the triumphs, which some of them already do. So I think any of those types of effects where it's like Wooberg do something, the only reasonable people to be looking at that type of effects or those cards are four color, maybe five color control players. All right. Where X is the number of permanents you have sacrificed this That's turn. That's what we're talking about. Permanents you <laughs> sacrificed this turn. That's what we're, So 13 black, black, number of permanents you've sacrificed this turn. Do you, this is revolt. And you know what's really fucking good with revolt? Fetch lands. This shit's going to be broken. Yeah, could be good. Could be good. All right. Count the colors of the sacrificed creature. That matters too. Sure. That could be interesting. That could be powerful. It could be interesting. All right. Powerful. Powerful. Cast, cast any number of copies without paying their mana cost. Cast. That's hot. Any number. That's hot. They cast yeah, any you, number of the copies without. Oh, it, without paying. Uh, that is a weird line of text. You may cast any number of copies without paying their mana cost. It's going to be something where it says exile something from somewhere. You may then cast any number of copies without paying their mana cost. And I, my guess is that it's a card with a drawback. And every time you put it on the stack, it costs you some additional part right. of that drawback. So you can't just go in. It's like, oh man, I can literally put infinite on the stack. Well, not if everyone says lose five life. But yeah, if it says this like means, lose five life and your opponent takes two damage or something. Yeah, it's yeah. like you can't be doing that. But any number of copies on the stack, boy, how do I want my Wither Bloom apprentices at the ready? Yeah. Because um, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you with that. Let's see here. here. Finally, here are some creature type lines in the set. Devil Warrior. We've seen them before. Nothing yep. special. Raccoon Rogue. Raccoons. Yo, how do you feel about raccoons? I like raccoons. Yeah. Yeah, you're into raccoons? Yeah. Bird what? Assassin. Yeah, okay. There's a maestro. Assassins. Yep. Bird Assassin. Plants Dinosaur. So it's interesting to me that dinosaurs are on the streets of New Capenna because I guess dinosaurs are just evergreen now. It's not like they're, they're like in the world of magic, dinosaurs aren't like from a well, previous age. So it might, it might not like, okay, look, 
plant dinosaur. It's certainly not Denver the dinosaur, but Denver the dinosaur did exist in in our time, right? So it, it's totally it can he he was basically a planeswalker. Am I wrong? I mean, you think that's you think that's uh, the creature that's going to show up and? Oh I mean, no, I don't think Denver. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Argument for dinosaurs anywhere is that you could uh, time travel. Yeah. All, all of that stuff exists. I, I mean, what's what's the difference between a chicken and a dinosaur now? It's just a little. It's incubation, really. That's that's all it is. Wow. Science with Zach Clark. <laughs> Treasure dog. Specifically, it's an artifact creature. So hey, eight cast has been getting a lot of a lot of boosts recently. Yep. So treasure dog, I mean, pretty much it's going to be like what ginger brood is, where it's also a food and has the food thing. Yeah. So I imagine treasure dog is going to be a creature that also Sac- just yeah. happens to be a treasure. Oh sheet sac- no, mana. that's what you don't want to do is sacrifice your dog for mana. Come yeah, on, guys. It, for some reason, Watsi has a real thing of like putting dogs in like really sad yeah. situations. Yeah. Like it's like this dog is sad because its owner left forever. Yeah, it's like why why are they why are they always tugging at the heartstrings with dogs? We just want to see happy dogs like happy doggos man yeah yeah we want happy doggos like the enchantment dog that draws a card like of course dogs draw cards we love that artifact creature angel warrior please give me something that is worthwhile that's an angel i need me some angels okay i I didn't know you were an angel you're an angel guy bro ever since i became the entreat the angels guy i'm just like i naturally have more of an affinity for angels now Fair enough. Legendary creature, Sphinx Demon. So this has got to be one of the I, uh, lords, right? One of the- I think the, 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 four, the four things that we're seeing, so the next factions. four are legendary creatures, and I think it's all the guild leaders for each crime family. So, so what do you think? Uh, uh, Maestros, Sphinx Demon? No, no. Sphinx Demon is definitively the Obscura. Ostros, right? Yeah, yeah. Obscura. Obscura, um, yeah. Cat, cat Citizen is the Nile one, right? He's cat, a cat Citizen's going to be- a citizen. uh, Yeah, yeah. He's like- Cat citizen token, right? Like he's he's green and he's also white. Well, right? we also we already Possibly know that the, the the charm makes citizen tokens, and the the emblem for the Caporetti are or the Caporetti is a cat. Oh, so there you go. Pretty pretty clear cat that citizen. the the cat is going to be. It's just basically here. like a, a a politician, right? Okay, cephalid advisor. Cephalid, yo, call up Hackbert right now. Cephalid <laughs> breakfast is back. Cephalid breakfast is back. The breakfast. Cephalids back in magic. <laughs> this, this, we're, we're dedicating this whole episode to Hackford now because Cephalids are back. Man, so this Hackford. is definitely going to be the leader to the brokers because it's a Cephalid advisor and the brokers needs a lead lawyer. And so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't see advisor being green at all, but I do see uh, white and white and blue here for sure. Yeah, the brokers, they're lawyers. They're trying to yeah. hand, handle the stuff between the crime families. It's a Cephalid yeah, yeah. advisor. It makes total sense. The liaison. All right. Legendary creature, vampire, demon, noble. The head of the maestros. Maestros, yeah, right. Yeah. And, and you get you get all those colors in, in there. You get the red for the vampire, the black for the demon, and the blue for the noble. We'll go with blue. blue is no, noble. No, noble goes with all of them. We already know, like, uh, Gavin Verhey, so he's been doing on his Twitter every day, he's been talking about the, I guess they're not emblems, like what the each, um, like watermark for the family, Signet? for each crime yeah, family. Watermark, he's okay. going through, he's go, he's going through and introducing each of the crime families, uh, like the head of each crime family. And uh, so far at the time of this recording, at least, he's already spoiled uh, Maestros and he spoiled Obscura and he's talked about each of them. So we know Obscura is a Sphinx demon. We know Maestros is a vampire demon. So those are pretty much locked in. The Cat Citizen, pretty much a gimme based on contact clues that is the Cabaretti. Uh, we'll find that out today as when he releases that. And then Cephalid Advisor, like the Cephalids got to be in blue. And one of the blue uh, or the other two blue tribes have already been gotten their leaders. So it's got to be for the brokers. Yeah. Yo, so uh, total, total like aside, b- based on the, the discussion about Gavin Verhey, I was watching one of his uh, Good Morning Magic things a couple days ago. And they were talking about uh, how they have these soundtracks for the uh, for the um, sets. And they yep. put out the uh, 
Kamigawa Neon Dynasty one. I'll pop, I'll pop the image over here. It's shaped, it's a square, shaped like a record, right? So I was like, yo, I would definitely like I'm a I'm a vinyl dude. I will buy that in a second, right? They don't offer it on vinyl. What is that all about? Bro, you know, like the the, the vinyl audience just like we need to get more vinyl enthusiasts well, in the game. I say all that to say this, the Streets of New Capenna one, the Neon Dynasty one sounds kind of bad. Uh, but the Streets of New Capenna one, like, that's the kind of thing I'd like, you know, I put that on while I'm playing Magic with, with some friends in the house, having having a cocktail, you know, like, it, it's like my Italian restaurant in, in Magic the Gathering World. Dude, the, the if, if you get, anybody out there, if you get a chance to listen to the um, Streets of New Capenna one, uh, what is the name of the, the song here? One with Phyrexia. It is. Wow. It's a fine look. It's a fine song. I'm sure the guy who wrote the song did, did a great job, but it has like it's like a mixture of like butt rock meets meets Stan Bush. So it's like it's like Nickelback and and uh, the Transformer soundtrack, like kind of put together just in this one song. I haven't listened to like the whole thing. I kind of stopped there. I I'm all about like them them paying uh, musicians to like create magic content. That's so cool. I want to uh, thank all of our Patreon supporters. We just got a bunch uh, a bunch of new supporters uh, over the last couple of weeks, which is super awesome. We also sold like a bunch of t-shirts. People want like, their fanny packs, man. Like a, People a need their fanny Scout. pack. Like a Boy Scout troop worth of, of t-shirts sold, fanny packs, mugs. Like whoever did that, amazing. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. That, that means more to me than, than even a Patreon support because we can take that money directly and just put it into into making the cast look and sound better. Um, we may not be the best role models, but if you are the leader of a Boy Scout troop, definitely get them <laughs> Eternal Dodos yeah. fanny packs. They oh, need yeah. fanny packs. <laughs> yeah, dude, you need you need to get you need to get there with the fanny packs. Yeah, um, we all need fanny packs. We need you need fanny packs to hold your dice. Yeah, right? I, I like, mean, how you're holding I dice, your dice in your dice. Are you used to right, holding dice in your dice bag, Zach. Get out of here with your get, look at look at this jar of dice you have. You put that put that shit in a fanny pack. I can't I can't travel with this. It's crazy. Put it in a fanny pack immediately. Yeah, with the times, man. And fanny, and then you're and then you're off. Um. Anyhow, yeah. Like I said, thank you to everybody who uh who has uh, supported the cast recently. And get on it. And also, uh, buy fanny packs. Buy fanny packs. Anyhow, uh, thank you everybody, and uh, we'll see you next week. Have a good one. Name's Jace. You know why I'm better than all? Because I've embodied force of Phil. What it do? Fuck Grin. Gonna tell this story like we oughta, like we gotta top the bottom from beginning, and I'll show you how we scope minds. Little baby Jacey playing crazy like he Jay-Z on Beyonce, turkey chickies on the matrix. Fuck rhymes. Living over pages full of phrases, paving mazes into the archive. Thought crimes, I'll have my reps. Mind wipes sparking nice despite the lies confided in. Papa Valerian, scaring Pegasus, glaring. The core states up in the Amperin League, scaring me, daring me to erase my brain or go insane just like the Sphinx deranged. Sculpting minds, specifically mine, like an elementary schooler's mushy lunchtime. Sloppily, choppily, stumble tops to turvy through the blind eternities to the gilded city. Looking pretty guild packed in so much heat on the street. I could unsheath the freakiest freak in the ears at league or triple team the Celestian trees or steer the rear of a road from house to mirror. Angels breathing heavy, poros leaves and sweaty intertwine of minds. I will be one. Go for and below, gonna make them go on. But my destiny was to meet a man with dreadlocks and streaks that crossed his eyes and cheeks, calls himself the Seeker. Name's Tezzeret. 
catch your breath. I like the style you're rapping with. Let me tell you about the infinite consortium. Founded by the dragon Nicobolus Primordium. I quoted them, exhorted them, they shifted the moratorium. Exhorted them to the conflux of a lot rush. The blood rage, blood in the homunculus, our runs impulse the maelstrom like a porn up startup. But I need a partner. I need an ally. I need someone who I know I can trust. And looking at you with your wizard tux, I think to myself, this guy fucks. Fuck ring, gonna tell the story like we oughta, like we gotta chop the bottom from beginning, and I'll show you how we sculpt minds. Agents of artifice, I'm part of this, like Malin, the dishonestest with Kalis Roka, telepathic broker, drinking mocha, doing mindful yoga, hitting quotas, just like I told you, I'm better than all. Smooth like butter, bad cholesterol. Fuck ring, gonna tell the story like we oughta, like we gotta chop the bottom from beginning, and I'll show you how we sculpt minds. Lose so deep, I'm a mind machine, I snap keep against Kasparov, pump fake the goat, then float all these, shake his head like a Magnus, age 13, not a feasted boy, don't call me Garrick, but insane in the membrane, it on answered seal your fate i'm oracalcos time to duel in the realm of shadows in the game of magic i'm egyptian god i'm a book that matches all the nitrous spark but don't call me chandra i'm not impulsive i like to brainstorm i'm not impulsive don't call me raska i'm not gonna ask you i'll stone your mind make you think ass backwards i'm off the ban list don't call me oko the plan for time bait i'll make you choke hold my beer Call me stone cold, I'll stun your mind, make it freeze like cold stone, blank your fairy tale, call your Ronos, bash your lore, call me Vorthos, I'm no illusion, I won't be fading, I'll steal your thoughts like a new deck fading, but I'm not disheveled, I'm fly as shit, like a mono blue, I'm mixed a list, will tap your mind and make you weary, then destroy your world, just like to hear it. Let this put all speculation to rest, if you disagree that I'm better than all, I'm a terminus the shit out your board, bro. Terminus the shit out your board.